You would. Random $10 card. Is it Jahora? Jahora. <laughs> so yeah, where do you keep your Grand Prix Goggle, guys? Well, obviously I keep it with my perfect spell bombs. Yeah, <laughs> garbage cards. It's right next to us, guys. Solemn Simulacrum just hanging out. It's... Have you ever put an L in that word ever in your life? What? The word Solemn Simulacrum. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> 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 Oh, brother. Welcome, everybody, to the Scrubland Podcast. It's episode number 68. We're here once again. I've got uh, Chris Burroughs. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> I've got Chris Gasby. I cannot sound as gay as Chris Burroughs. I'm not even going to try. Hello. We're doing this like it's an internet call, but we're really all sitting around the table. We also other. happen to have uh, one special guest, uh, Charles League. This motherfucker. Good evening. And Charles League, uh, I understand that something extremely special is going to be happening. I'm going I'm I'm to start the show with well, with a promo for you. It's the only way to start off the show. And I mean, it's pretty much the most important thing that's happening, like pretty much ever. In so. D Sale is referring to my Charles League presents draft with Scrubland second annual. That's right. Well, I don't like that second annual. We're just going to have years because it's going to go on forever. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Uh, the, the second annual Charles League Presents Draft with Scrubland Ravnica Edition 2012-I, which stands for Invitational. So if you spread that all out, it's the CLP-DWS-RAV-2012-I. And so right. the, that's going to be on the 21st of April. And so the qualifiers actually start right at the end of this month on the 31st. Every Saturday. From, so you so can the either. The last qualifier then is on the same day as your birthday. There's, that's the CLP DWS RAV 2012. That's the one that uh, John LCQ. Davis LCQ. For. Yeah. Last year. Last John year, Davis for last like, year's winner. like just showed up and was like, oh, I'll just win today so I can well, play Times Spiral. That, that's just the way <laughs> John Davis does most of the things. He just shows up and says, oh, I'm just going to win today. Yep. I'll I'll gladly play today for a cheeseburger tonight. That <laughs> sounds like JD. Yeah, except for he's not really usually a cheeseburger. I love cheeseburgers. <laughs> and yeah, the uh, moral of the story: I love cheeseburgers. And the qualifying drafts start on the thirty first at Time Capsule. So you got the choice of either flying out to Salt Lake City for the uh, Star City Games Gold Rush, for or the to win. You can for the chance to win. I don't know a black lotus or something, or you can come down to Time Capsule. And get drunk with Scrubland. And get drunk. Yeah. I might. And you know what? I might even put cards in envelopes. Oh, I can't yes. guarantee what sets they'll Whoa. be from, <laughs> or no, whether they will be magic cards. You, you may or may not receive a manaplasm. They might be. <laughs> they might be playing cards that Chris Burroughs has spilled car, uh, beer over. That's true. And I might just shove them into envelopes, and you might get one. But you guys are more than willing to come up to the time capsule. Fool's Gold Rush. There, there is an. I'm looking at an island with some custom artwork here. It looks like uh, the Max on it. Uh, that's what at least Chris Burroughs said it was. Good old the Max. And like, we have no idea where it came from, but James uh, Clear just got drunk and just started doodling on everything. Like, Altered by James Clear. It's going to be in the Gold Rush. Give wait, it to me. You got like, it. When you look at when you look at artwork from random dudes when they get drunk and they're have to be magic nerds, uh, their art tends to be good. Like randomly. So, hidden it, talents. It, it's a penguin sitting on a guy's head. Yeah. There's also that. Oh, mm. my God, it is. I thought it was the Max, but you're right. It? It's definitely a penguin sitting on a dude's head. 
So these prizes and more what's up, what's up with at the, the face? Charles League Presents <laughs> Scrubland Podcast Invitational 2012 Whoa, Ravnica I something. Qualifier, Fool's Gold Rush, show up, you get an envelope. Cool. Yep. Yep. Better than the GP Salt Lake City. Those are all the letters all that we have on it. Uh, <laughs> more importantly to the story... Involves the story of Grand Prix Nashville. Oh, yeah. So, um, so Which from... Charles League managed to be a, a, a lot more popular than I did, Daniel Sale. And you know what? He he finished so much lower in the standings than whoa, I did. I don't whoa, understand whoa. how he could have possibly gotten more pictures on the internet than I did. Uh, how did this happen? For, for the majority of the tournament, 11 rounds, I had a decent shot at <laughs> top 80 in the tournament. Mm. <laughs> Oh, just because you were in contention, Whereas and you, I happened to be like some scrub. Just because you were in the top fifty from like Jump Street, Where yeah. You, you had to play in in your last round to make day two. Yep, yep, yep. Where you went six zero and basically stumbled across the finish line. Whereas uh, I, went, I just completely, I saved my, all my stumbling for the last draft pod. I was like, um, I'm just gonna lose all of them oh, there. I'm just gonna jump in a hole on on day two. How I many wins do I need in my last pod to top sixty four? One, one. Cool. How many did I get? Less Ooh. than that. <laughs> Hang on. All right. If I do all three, do I get the top eight? You know I do. Okay. So so to to manage some people's expectations who may not be completely up on the stories. Uh, Charles League and I both made day two. He finished at X1. I finished at X2. The other two co-hosts of our cast, the Peanut Gallery here, did not day two because they weren't even there. They didn't day one. They didn't day one. They they didn't even day one. We day zeroed. It was the worst. How did we Um, get here? I got drunk and fun drafted. Oh. yeah. uh, That sounds like day zero. We drafted, like, funsies, so we drafted, like... Legions and planar chaos and just like like prophecy invasion everything just like random stuff everyone let me ask was it actually around a kitchen table it was around this table oh okay yeah absolutely table so i I mean history not not only a podcasting table also functional for (laughs) for for drafting uh chris burroughs decided to get drunk at the beach and watch a bunch of basketball so i did you know that's a thing too uh, in the meantime, we decided to drive t- 10 or 11 or 12 hours west. I like to think of it as nine hours because it's going back an hour with the time zones. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. We both made the drive in separate cars because apparently we're giant idiots. Champions. And <laughs> we managed to make it there. Mind you, both drivers both doing the best out of your cars. That's true. <laughs> Which defies convention, actually. I... I Got barely any sleep the night before. Uh, Chris Casby came into my room at like, I don't know, 2.30 in the morning. He's like, oh, so you're not going to Nashville? I'm like, no, I'm still going. He's like, oh, so you're going to sleep anytime soon? I'm like, I don't know. I'm probably going to read a chapter of my book. But yeah, I'm going to sleep pretty soon. Yeah, so I still still drove like all of Friday. Well... I think I all like I think you we've know. obviously proven that the, there's an inverse relationship to the <laughs> amount of sleep and your performance <laughs> at a GP. Absolutely. Like obviously Reed Duke did not sleep for a week before this tournament. <laughs> yeah. a whole week. <laughs> just a whole gr- week. just grinded moto. Moto grinding only. Can you imagine that guy he exoed exotued Swiss and then literally exoed games in the top eight? It's just the most insane run. Like right? like lost no games at lost all. Lost no games in the top eight. I, I did not see any tournament reports as far as his record on day one either. Bobby wanted to bet he did not lose a game on day one either. 
Uh, he definitely uh, has. I definitely saw a tournament report where he uh, mulled the four and beat the dude. So pretty exciting. Excellent deck. <laughs> How'd you do that? Uh, well, I just played Lingering Souls a couple times. <laughs> right, just so, like five times. You so, know, this, just so, five. so this is Reed Duke. He's Reader Rabbit on Moto. If you're, he won the Mox Championship. This yeah, past like year. he's 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 basically the new Brad Nelson. If you mm. if you remember this guy Brad Nelson from a couple years ago, um, what the fuck are you talking about? This dude is so much better than this Brad guy Nelson. Is way better than Brad <laughs> like Nelson. on every level of Brad Nelson's career, this dude's better than him. Yeah, like Reader Rabbit, like Reed Duke is just really good. And he's also not a fucking prick. He's That's actually kind of cool. Hey, he's extremely nice. A super nice, nice guy. Brad Very Nelson nice. was a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. He used to, especially when he like almost cussed Casby out. That was awesome. He was a super nice guy. I mean, people change, but like uh, originally, Brad Nelson was a super nice guy. <laughs> he got I don't a gro- know where you like met him that you figured out he was a super nice guy at first. I watched a video about. The, <laughs> the, the, I watched a video. He was petting a kitten, and I was like, "Oh, what a nice no. guy!" He, he was talking to Rich Hagon. You didn't see the end were, of the video where he were, ate a, the kitten. There were, there, were, there were a whole lot of cards spread out on the table, and he was just like, you know, he was like some like cute chubby fat kid that just like didn't know any better and was good on moto, and. Now he's a feature writer now for StarCityGames.com. Who's not good on Moto? <laughs> player of the year. P-O-Y. P-O-Y? Player, <laughs> player of the year. Oh, P-O-Y. man. P-O-Y. So, uh, Reader Rabbit, uh, bright future ahead of you. Um, I mean, he's already, like, really accomplished. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go undefeated at a Grand Prix. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, hey, aside from that, yeah, three, three top eights. Hey, hey, people right, yeah. Reed Duke was before Charles he Lee. He's, I, he's been invited to the CLP DWS to RAV 2012. Charles Lee, that's kind of intense. Like, mm, that's very on. prestigious. Lee, I, I believe that you were uh, undefeated at this Grand Prix as well. I, I was undefeated 6 and 0 going into undefeated. round 7. And, and, like, you're going up to the boards to see what, where your next table's going to be. And over the loudspeaker... Well, I hear I hear they announced an, an Asian guy named Charles Lee. <laughs> and I was like, well, it obviously isn't me. But I decided I'll, I'll go up there and check because someone said I had a feature match. I walk up and says, you guys called Charles Lee, correct? Like, not Charles League. They're like, no, uh, Charles League. Do you know? I was like, no, that's me. <laughs> that's you me. Got, you guys sure you want me on the feature match? This like, guy with the funny hat and the beard, that's me. They're like, well, get on over there. <laughs> so I sit down and I'm like, read Duke. And I, like, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I don't pay attention to any coverage. I had right. no idea who this guy was before I sit down across from him. And I'm like, so uh, what's your name again? He's like, oh, it's Reed. And I was like, oh, I'm Charles. But you must be a pretty big deal because I have no idea why I'm sitting here. <laughs> I mean, I have my own draft. I tried to set up my playmat, and they said no. And I was like, well, it has my name on it. <laughs> you like, know what you should have done? You should just try to set up the playmat, and they're like, no. I'd be like, fuck. I'm not. I refuse. No. I'm not. No I'm not going to be a part of this. Drop from the GP. I'm done. <laughs> I will not take part in this. Play mat or no, it's I, finished. You you can you can feature Gerard's match on the on the secondary table. I don't care. Well, well if I knew that they were going to talk about my hat as much, I just would have put my play mat over my head, <laughs> and then they would have talked about my play mat and my draft, and then it would have been great. Uh, Look, it's so it's just because you and Rashad are hat brothers, like. Uh, I need to meet my hat brother. They're actually just Honestly. brothers. <laughs> From another mother? Nope. Oh, <laughs> same, mother. same chubby black woman. <laughs> well, I found out that he talked so much about my hat now, and so now I'm self-conscious. Like, I actually went out to my car at 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday 
to go get a different hat in case they took a picture. <laughs> so this is true. So I'm wearing my kind of my plaid hat on day one, and then day two I go to my gray hat. And so now if I actually end up flying out to GP Salt Lake like I might end up doing, I've already told my girlfriend that we have to go to a hat shop and start and buy at least two hats in oh, case I make day two. Charles, I have a wide selection of hats if you if you if you need. Well, these got to be brand new. These got to be original. No, any Charles regular fan of the Scrubland podcast knows I'm a hat aficionado. But so if you, I, if, I, I can I can if I can get one of your business cards, I will definitely tape it to my hat in case I do get feature See? match again, and that way they will talk yeah. about Scrubland. Duh. <coughs> it, it, it's weird. It, was, I, you were even repping Scrubland on day one. I tried your I, shirt, a shirt, and then I had playing that the entire weekend. So excellent! I was psyched. Okay, so in other words, Reed Duke crushed you because his his, his deck was like actually the most ridiculous deal that you've ever seen in no, no, existence. No, no. I, read, I read the top eight profile on the mothership, so and good. he was like, "They were like, what was the best card in your deck?" And he's like, he's like "Oh, it's a tie two. between the foil." Version of Vault, Vault of the is... Archangel and the non-foil version. Of Vault Wait, Archangel. was it that or was it the Soren Lord of Innistrad? No, 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 that was his actual top eight profile. I know, but like, I mean, like, well, you, you have those three rares alone in your deck. Well, you should rares. probably do okay. The, I, I, I'm sure that you didn't put this on there. He wrote it down, but he said, "Well, in round seven against Charles League, the best card in my deck was Curse of Deathhold." Right, because that basically killed three cards in Charles League's hand, yep. being the Predator, who's the Ambush Viper. And the Forge Devil that just can't kill anything now. <laughs> and then there was, oh god, he recurred the Elite Inquisitor, which had protection from half your deck. <laughs> and I'm glad they didn't show my face at that point, because it just was the ugliest thing. Uh, no, you were, no. the scowling out. <laughs> no, the, the entire ride home, he's looking at his phone, he's like, oh my god, this picture of me. They must have taken it when he cast the Curse of Deathhold, or when he recurred the, the Elite Inquisitor, because he's just sitting there so depressed. He's got or his maybe hand, when he went curved into hand on his head <laughs> lingering soul sword yeah <laughs> just hand on his head just like so depressed like i can't imagine how it would even possibly be a, a match for me like i can't win this game well, the two, there the, is the, no way the two favorite quotes about my match that are from the coverage was the first one was that pyroheart wolf has no text when charles league plays it because <laughs> he just had so many tokens to block right and then the second one would be like just charles league and at the beginning of the match on the feature match is like does charles league really stand a chance against Reed duke it's like well you never know mana screw exists <laughs> yeah, absolutely so i mean i'm, oh, I'm not to be fair he got kind of, he stumbled on mana a little bit I mean, until he just i mean he did him. i mean he did stumble on mana he did <laughs> draw like, oh, there's my swamp. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to call it a stumbled on mana i mean he guess he just went mono white like elite inquisitor into my turn two hinterland hermit turn three uh watch keep watch keep. oh i have all these werewolves turn two elite inquisitor Mm. Nice deck. <laughs> Good thing you're stuck on your white lands. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, game one he was stuck on his swamps, and then just top deck the planes so he can go lingering souls in turn uh, three. Like, I thought it was so funny on turn five. I was watching your match live, and I was like, oh man, he went uh, planes, 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 vault. I was like, oh shit, no black land, no black land. He can't activate it. Things are good. Things are good. And like Reed sits back on his on his on his butt, and he's like like crossing his arms, and he's thinking about things. He's looking at his hand. And then he just like leans forward and plays the swamp, and he's like doing stuff, and I'm like, "Crap, swamp, no!" <laughs> Why? Always the swamp every time. Um, I guess I got this first strike pro Charles League 
It was basically Maybe personal. Maybe I should give him Death Touch and Life Link too. <laughs> All right. So so anyway, moving on. Justice Charles League X ones the day. You, you did. Uh, yeah. Daniel Sale manages to X two the day on a squeaker. He has to play the bubble match, but I get there. Mind you, uh, uh, League with three buys and you with one buy. I only right? had one uh, buy. Uh, I did have a head start. Sale obviously put a lot more work into it did. than I did. No, I didn't. The, my opponents were awful all day. Oh, yeah. Like, and and that's something that you I mean, guys your gotta realize about Grand Prix is that people at Grand Prix are so bad. I played against some people that just had the worst decks I could ever imagine, and they were like four and zero and five and zero when I'm playing against them. I'm like, how are you five and zero? Your deck is just the worst. <laughs> and I, like, I'm not gonna say my deck was the best. If you really want, like information on it go to our our facebook page you can you can see everything i played on the weekend but like i i don't think my deck was insane their decks were just much worse so well there's also situations you know where you have like todd creel who was on our show last week yeah who, uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 listen to this i want you i want to list these rares off to you and then you tell me how he didn't top eight <laughs> um, blood gift demon olivia Bloodline Keeper. Right. That was in his pool. Those were all in his pool. <laughs> and he, and he just decided not to win. Um, <laughs> oh, well, Casby, I, I like, well, he, I got these cards. Casby, I might as well just He obviously must not cards. have had removal or anything. No, wait no, on a second. He tragic had Tragic Slip, Brimstone Volley. Brimstone Volley. Okay, do, do you want to know <laughs> how? Torch, do you want to like, know how he missed? Uh, I'll tell you how. Boneyard Worm, <laughs> Villagers of Esvald, uh, Naturalize. I think those were all in his main deck. Ooh. Also, like uh, just like all these random green cards that just like got jammed in there for really no reason. Awkward. Well, we, I, like we sat down with him afterwards, and he said, "Well, I've only really played online like three or four times, and I played red green both time or all three times, every single time, and so I figured green was good." I was like, "Well, you're blue. You could just play your forbidden alchemy." Or your desperate ravings and just draw to anyone of your, your numerous bombs. Or grip time to just yeah. buy enough time to let one of these ridiculous bombs destroy your opponent. And so we rebuilt his deck as uh, Grixis, and it was great. As we were going to sleep that night at the hotel, he's just like, I, I still was like, damn, I felt unstoppable today with my deck. And he's like, yeah, I felt unstoppable games two and three with my deck. That guy managed to not day two. So let's 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 keep it moving. Let's let's keep going. Uh, me and Charles, as well as uh, John Davis, who was in my car. Yeah, we, uh, we all managed to day two. Um, tell us about uh, just real quick. I know uh, John Davis. If we could quickly, he well, what did he do last round of Mar- against Martin Juza? Is that what it was? Um, <laughs> that guy was very unhappy. Uh, I don't I don't ever really believe anything John says. But basically, the way the story goes is that. John has two Emberwolves in his deck that give your themselves and other werewolves you have intimidate. No, no, it just it just makes them no, it's just not flip. All right, well, nice it's, day two, brother. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the text. You on don't that. need to know the text of cards to date you at a GP. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! I don't know the text of the card. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I blew up the cast just there. Um, Things died. <coughs> he had been making a bunch of attacks that involved his Emberwolf and some other stuff and whatever. And uh, basically, on the like, so there were like three turns in a row that Martin just didn't block because he couldn't. And then on the last turn of the, of the match, where like it was lethal combat damage, Martin like attempts to block stuff, and he can't because it's intimidate. But like. He just, like, randomly decides to, like, put shit in front of other shit and be like, well, whatever, I'm going to block this stuff. And John's like, no, 
you can't do that. You know it can't do that. That right. it, like it doesn't like like it. You're just wrong. Like <laughs> just no. And like basically, uh, it, hindsight is twenty twenty. Even if your opponent is going to lose the game and you have lethal damage anyway, fuck that. Call a judge. You're like he obviously knows he's not able to do this stuff, and he's going to mm. try to do it anyway to try to like randomly save himself the game when there's literally no value to him getting a penalty. Like even if you call the judge, like call a judge, get him a penalty. Like these things add up over time. This is how dudes. Like, end up uh, getting banned. Alex Do you want to know why he didn't call Judge Chini. over? Because he didn't want to get a warning for being wasted while he was beating Jordan Juice. Mm. <laughs> uh, there was probably a bottle of Diet Coke uh, very close to him during the match. Filled with? Honey bourbon. Uh, nice. That being said, we were in Nashville, Tennessee, dude. Do you think there's not honey bourbon everywhere? Everywhere. I mean, like, you Let's can walk. Honey bourbon sounds like a porn star name. On St. Bourbon? Or St. <laughs> Patrick's Day? Day. <laughs> it's St. Patrick's Day, and you don't think there's honey yeah. bourbon just everywhere? Like, I, I wasn't at the players' Day meeting, but I Nashville. assume that they just handed them out to everybody as, as your gift. As, instead of, like, a playmat, yeah, here's they, a bottle of bourbon. Here's a mini Welcome box. to Nashville. Yeah, here's a mini <laughs> Here's three ounces of honey bourbon. Welcome to Nashville. And, you know, if you don't want it, then the vendors will probably buy it for, you know, a couple dollars. <laughs> probably more than the Goblin guy that they were buying. <laughs> True. Do they have, like, scantily clad, like, sorority girls handing them out? Are there usually... ever scantily clad? Have you ever been to a tournament? That's the only person I've ever <laughs> drinking honey bourbon from. Is like at a that bar, and they're just reps. They're just like, here, do you want some honey you bourbon? Some I was like, no, but I'll, I'll take some because you told me. Nope. <laughs> see, nope. Hate this shit. I'll drink it. Give see, it to you. <laughs> liquor company, Jack from Daniels. This titties. is where you need to go. Red Bull's already on it. If you've been to an event where some Red Bull girls with a backpack are there and they're just giving you like shots of of energy drink, it is the best. It is the <laughs> like I I don't know how to express my love for them. Oh, booth babes. Roses no. are red, violets are blue. They're not even booth babes. I want to jam my penis in you. Like, if there was a booth, if Red Bull just had a booth at any magic event, I'm sure they would turn a profit. But instead, they just decide to, like, hand it out for free with two girls in the front of the convention center all by themselves. They don't have security or anything. I'm not sure how they don't get, like, heckled. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the word heckled. <laughs> All right. um, so tell me about uh, that. That that position comes with some risk. Reeling it back right? in. Reeling it back in. <laughs> All right, let's we reel got, it back in. <laughs> we got uh, day two to talk about. We oh got, god! Uh, All right, so a couple people now, made day two. Day two is draft. Your your first draft, both of you, uh, were pretty successful, correct? I loved my draft. Now tell me about yours, Diesel. Um, I, I know you. I feel like you forced Green White in both of these drafts. We'll that's get to it not, later. That's but. not true. Basically, the entire time, including the beginning of the draft, when you're sitting down to draft and you have a like a very short period of time to talk to the people that you're going to draft with, I basically uh, am a very vocal person in general. And I looked at everybody and said, "You know what, guys? I don't have any idea what I'm doing. I really don't. Uh, I've drafted this set maybe four times." And most of those times were double Dark Ascensions, so I'm really pretty confused about everything that's going to happen in this format. But best of luck to you. You told them you drafted double Dark Ascension as your primary format? Yeah, absolutely. 
Like probably five times. That's is, awesome. Is no, and I wasn't lying. That's uh, the no, no, real. I that's the you. big deal. Is I that I wasn't you. even lying. This is actually my draft experience. I think and, I think Burns is just surprised at the fact that most people sit down, they get their chest out, they sit up high in their chair, they try to intimidate. They're like, yeah, I'm right. in day two. And so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like, know what I'm doing. Good luck, everyone. I, derp, derp, derp. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know a damn thing about this shit. You want you, you want to drive some carts? <laughs> that's that's essentially where I'm at. So. I proceed to uh, start with, like, they give you this draft period, like this window time to look at every pick between every pack uh, to make sure that you know this public information because of the flip cards. And it became a little bit annoying. It's like, you have 50 seconds, pick up your pack, look at your pack, lay out 13 cards. You have five seconds to look at your table, eyes on your own pack, pick up your pack, you have 45 seconds. Lay out 12 cards. And this is every single pick. It was a little jarring for the first draft. And really not even the entire thing. Probably like a one pack in, you got used to it, and you just did it. The thing that made me feel awkward was when they specifically said, if we're not telling you to look around, you don't even think about looking around. Look yeah. down at your pack. You're the, like The judges were so Hawkeye Damn. about everything. Um, anyway, my drafts, uh, both of them looked remarkably similar. They were both green-white aggro decks. I wasn't trying to be that deck, but it is where I ended up. Um, my first deck was much better than my second deck. It had a lot more bombs because Willie Edel was... You mean your first deck with the... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Wiley, Wiley Edel. Wiley. Uh, Wiley Coyote was passing to me in draft number one. $5, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Wiley Coyote was passing to me all the pack one, and he um, basically was drafting like this blue-green Splinter Fright Madness deck that... Uh, I'm sorry, not Madness. A Splinter Fright or... Spider Spawning. Spider Spawning is the word I'm looking for. Um... Where it just it really wants to cast Naught of the Bones and the blue green mill yourself type deck. And I was kinda surprised he was anyone would be on this deck anyway. And basically that deck wants the most bizarre cards in the world, so he just passed me the world. I end up playing Willie in the first round. Wiley. 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 Apparently Wiley. His, I don't think his, his name, name is Wiley. Wiley. I'm sorry. It I is. I cannot believe that his name is Wiley. It just is. That's not true. That is not true. John Davis is trying to make how, it sound like how do cool. you how do you say uh, Wiley Coyote's name? Wiley. It's spelled the same way. W I L E Coyote. So me and Willie Adele play in the first round of the draft. Uh, he's passed me his entire deck, and I'm really confused about what he could possibly be because his deck is like he's just passed me everything. And he's looking really pissed off because you keep calling him Willie. <laughs> right, no, exactly. I think he's really pissed off because Daniel Sale rips like first a champion. picked the mayor of Aberbrook in pack two. After pack two pick one. absolutely zero green. <laughs> I mean, he shipped no green. He shipped me like basically white black humans. And in pack two, I open up a mayor of Aberbrook. I'm like, like hell yeah. Well, I'm white black humans. <laughs> but I'm white black humans, but like I have to take this mayor of Aberbrook. Like, you can't. You I have can't, to piss off the guy. Right? Because duh. You can't. And you know what? I would have beaten him too if I didn't. Oh, you, you gotta can, tell the story. You gotta tell the story. There's not a story. Like there you, is. like there is a story, but it's not that. 
he's playing blue green self mill and I think his deck just looks bad, and he's got, like, one of Delver in his whole deck. And we, like, we've been chatting the whole time about, like, everything that's going on, and, you know, he he has the Delver, and it ends up flipping, and I, I, I'm, like, this very aggressive, almost mono-white deck. Right. So I'm just pushing in all this damage, and at some point, he, like, flashes in on a Fall of Seascape, 2-3 Flyer, blocks one of my dudes, I don't care, like, I got in a bunch of damage anyway... Uh, so now his board is a 3-2 flyer and a 2-3 flyer. And I'm looking at my hand. It's a rebuke and a bonds of faith and a creature. And I'm, I'm like, screw it. I got to get the damage in. Screw it. Bonds of faith, your Delver of Secrets that's flipped. Like, we're going to get in for damage. <laughs> and Hell yeah. uh, it turns out that Delver of Secrets, when it's flipped over... It's is a human insect. Yeah, it's a human Ooh. insect. It was um, the reason why he, right, he, right, he right. set a trap out for the Roadrunner, but this time the Roadrunner fell right through it. <laughs> I stated earlier that DCL knows how to read, so he's okay. Strike that. <laughs> Remove that from the record. <laughs> it's pretty bad. DCL, in fact, does not know how to read. No. It was pretty bad. And the thing is, he didn't let, like he didn't do a victory lap. He didn't like freak out or I anything. Because I like I mean if, if you have a choice between 3-2 flyer and 2-3 flyer, and you're going to pacify something, I mean, you clearly picked the, the bigger dude, right? So, uh, I mean, um, I mean, unless it's not actually pacifism, <laughs> which... Unless I, you it, just plus two, plus two. Wait, 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 yeah. Do you like giant strength on your guy? <laughs> okay, Permanently? Here. here. This, is here. For, this is for me taking your giant mayor. I'm getting you back yeah. now. Yeah. Giant strength was you a can have enchantment. Game. That's oh, double red plus two, plus two. This was the best. Uh... Bonds of Faith, your your Delver after it's flipped. Oh, I mean that's cool, right? Oh well, shit, I'll take five. Well, all right, well hang on, hang on, all right, untap. We're cool, we're cool. Attack me for five again. Rebuke that. <laughs> you have to. You can't just let. I mean, th- there is there is something to be said for Ooh. preventing them from Ooh. continuing to beat you down by your mistake. You can't just. You, suck I'm it up. very proud of you for killing his five four flyer. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Like there, you can't. Only have pride about your plays. Like you, like if I didn't continue on See, with the, the game is, and rebuke his five four flyer, you can actually fly- just have pride about your plays when you make the right play. <laughs> <laughs> I made okay, the wrong okay. play. I made the wrong play. All I right. get it. Moving it's on. Bad. Moving on. It's moving really on. bad. There were good plays that were made. All right, tell me about why your is, first draft deck. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, hang wait. on. Why is Delver of Secrets a human on the other side? What? Because the flavor of the card. What flavor? He got mutated. He got mutated. Yeah, but he's a right. giant insect, so he's like a human insect. No, he's yeah. a, uh, a human insect is his creature type, right? Right. Yeah, it's human insectoid, right? Or is it human? I insectoid? don't know. It might be insect or insect. insectoid. Right. I'm pretty sure uh, insect, but I don't know. Should be insectoid. That would be cool. I Wizards. don't care. The fact Wizards. is, he turned into a giant Wizards. bug. How could he have any human left cards? in him? Well, he's half human, half man, or half human, half insect. He's Mothra? No, he's not even Mothra. He's pretty no. much Mothra. He's, he's half less human, than half no, insect. He's Jeff it's a bad fifties <gasps> horror movie. He's like okay, so he's Jeff Goldblum. Yep, he's Jeff Goldblum. All right, so I bond the faith Jeff Goldblum, and he does not. He's <laughs> he just got more powerful. God, what a terrible actor to lose to. Terrible. All right, all right. I accept. I accept my fate. Uh, I proceeded to owe my pod after I lose to Willie yeah, Edel because I, waste, I wasted a bunch of cards on well, something I, stupid. I, I, I sent Burroughs a picture of Sales deck, and yeah. Bur- Burroughs immediately texts us back, well, that's definitely a 3-0. 
And I get the text immediately after sale comes over. It's like, yep, I just lost to Delver. <laughs> Obviously, I have immediately lost as soon as the text message comes in. I'm oh, like, yep, man. got 2 0 uh, Mind uh, you, uh, real uh, bad. Really quickly for our listeners, if you want to see either of D Sales draft decks, we have pictures of them up on the Facebook site. We actually just put them up just now. So cool. Uh, Charles Lee, tell me about your first draft deck. Uh, 12 creatures, but. Coolest, one of the coolest draft decks that you could have won with. Uh, basically, pod two, right? Draft uh, pod two. I was draft pod two. I was 15th or no, 15th going into the uh, yeah, so you're X and one. Yeah, I was X and one going into the uh, the draft portion. I what was it means, what, what all this means is you're drafting with very good people. I was drafting with very good people. There were seven good players at the table. And then, like, did you recognize multiple people? I recognized nobody at the table. Oh, well, that's because you don't follow anything. But they were sitting there talking, and I recognized that they knew what they were talking about. So <laughs> I, I was like, oh, and this guy's, oh, I recognize that logo. That says Channel Fireball. That's a, yeah. that's a website. Oh, oh, wait. You're, you're some guy who acts like a robot. I bet you're David Ochoa. Hmm. And so I knew, I knew <laughs> generally, I knew that I was at a good table. Um, but I didn't know anybody really at the table. So as we're drafting, and like I, I, I knew I just wanted to pick something aggressive, uh, and I was just going to try to get lucky through three rounds and then try to get to the second draft pod. So I get a first pick, fires on death. I'm like, oh, I just want to pick red removal, and then we'll just see what goes. I get past a Moonvale Dragon, and that kind of put me in red-black after I got past the third pick, Tragic Slip, and after that, just started picking red-black cards for the rest of the draft. I end up drafting only 12 creatures, including that Moonvale Dragon. Uh, I draft a red-black Burning Vengeance deck with only five flashback spells. And one Burning Vengeance? Well, see, during, the night before, Burroughs calls me up, gives me a little tip. I talk to Sale. <laughs> oh, wait, that was your first mistake. Well, okay, no, uh, well Burroughs calls me up and tells me, you should try to stay away from Burning Vengeance, since you only basically, it used to be good when Triple Innistrad, not as good anymore with Dark Station. Right. Talk to Sale and John Davis. They both say, stay away from Burning Vengeance. It's not good. Well, I get an 8-pick <laughs> Burning Vengeance, and I'm like, I already have three flashback spells. Fuck How many guys. spells do you... I should also preface this. I also have not drafted the format very well. I drafted one set at F&M, and... <laughs> I, I, I won the FNM, but it's an FNM. So, yeah. I won this FNM. It's got to be good. So good. So I knew going into it, I wasn't. I had no idea what I'm doing. But I'm like, three three flashback spells seems like enough for Burning Vengeance to have value. And so I ended up taking. I was like, I just need to see a Geist Flame next pack. Well, Geist Flame comes, and then another Geist Flame comes. I'm like, perfect. Hell yeah. Hang on. Hang I on. am all in on this on this flashback Burning Vengeance. Uh, mind you, this is put you up to five flashback spells. I didn't get another one. Uh, <laughs> okay, mind you. Two of your flashback spells out of the first pack were bump in the night. Uh, bump in the night. Yes. Yeah. I only had one bump in the night. Two geist flames, uh, fires of undeath, and a faithless looting. Those were my five flashback All right. spells. Oh, amazing, yeah. amazing bump, it's amazing burning vengeance deck. It was enough to make Caleb Durward. Oh, uh, it, sideboard right. Burning vengeance basically put it work against Caleb Durward. Like oh, first, yeah. first game, I beat him. Uh, first, well, the play of the day came in that match. Play of the weekend, actually, probably. Uh, he has a alpha, a Briar, part, Briar Pack Alpha, which is basically beating me down for three. And he has a Chapel Geist uh, with a – he just played a Chapel Geist and equips with a burning uh, torch. So Chapel Geist is summoning sick. Well, I'm on my board with a lonely walking corpse that just trying to beat in, and I have a Fires and Undeath in my hand. Uh, I swing in – or I have a Fires and Death and a Traitor's Blood in my hand. I swing in with my fire, a walking corpse, hoping – just a little bit that he blocks with his chapel guy so I can trade with my fires on death. He ends up realizing that I was trying to kill it, and it actually ends up working out better for me. 
I get in for two, and then I traitor his blood, his chapel guys, and throw the blazing torch Second at his face. Main. Second main phase, so that he can't throw his blazing torch at my walking corpse. So cool. Well, since he has the the blazing torch is gone, he has no more removal from our walking corpse. He has two bonds of faith it on turn six. I was like, all right, um, that's okay with me. I draw my land off the top, play a land, and then I play my Moonvale Dragon, <laughs> which looked pretty happy at the walking corpse and said, good thing you're being Bonds of Faith right now. I would have been a lot healthier if you were Flip Delver, but you're not, so I'm just going to play with my Moonvale Dragon. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know it. And now, that to be up, fair, Moonvale Dragon is a human insect, correct? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's third human, third insect, third dragon. Right, right. And so then I end up winning that game off of the Burning Vengeance, where I play Burning Vengeance, flashback Faith Looting, and then next turn flashback the or I'll play Bump and flashback Bump on the same turn. So Burning Vengeance putting work game one, and then round and I lose game two. Game three, I end up getting the Burning Avengers ca- uh, out early, and I basically deal about probably 28 damage all to his Feed the Pack creatures, all to his Feed the Pack wolves. So yeah, he brought just, in Feed the Pack from the board, which feed, is... Feed the Pack, Grave Bramble, everything with big... Therabian uh, Purebloods, everything with big uh, yeah. assets. so it's kind of this, like, dumb six-mana enchantment that sacks a dude at the end of turn, makes, dude, makes two two wolves equal to the... Toughness? Toughness. Toughness. So he actually boarded in Grey Bramble just because it was a 2-3. Not so much for my zombies. Grey Bramble's a 3-4. Oh, then 3-4. Then he brings that just because it's a 3-4. Yeah. So uh, he was just basically boarding in, so you have a lot of stuff against my spot removal. And it worked like a charm. Yikes. He's a charmer. And so that was basically the round where I could have gone 3-0 the pod, and I ended up losing that one. And so going into that round, I was... Third place of the whole tournament, and that was basically where I, the, I peaked out for the tournament. Wait, so wait, when you were oh, yeah. third place, you still ended up drafting a pod two? Uh, no, no, when I was going, that was the, going, was going into, into round three of pod one. Into that round, going okay. into that round, I was third because you drafted in pod two of both rounds. Yes, and then next round I was actually in eleventh. Yeah, because uh, my tiebreakers were amazing because I was actually I had lost to first and second place of the whole tournament <laughs> so far. Those were my two well, losses. And you had three buys. And I had three buys. And you were still 11th place? I was still 11th How place. How is that possible? Uh, there were a bunch of XOs at that point. There was uh, XOs and a lot of draws. Uh, no, there, there was one XO because uh, Reed was the only uh, undefeated, but everybody else had only lost one match. Whereas uh, I had uh, lost two, two matches. Yeah, you were the highest X2. So there were was? seven X1s and Reed who was XO. At, at least that, and there was probably an X1-1. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that, that that's rough. That's rough because like just just getting paired into into pod number one is beneficial because I can get the the draws yeah. or the concessions right. from nice players, or I could just draw with some other people. Anybody, that, <laughs> anybody, <laughs> sure. But it, like pod two is like so cutthroat. And pod two was pretty, incredibly cutthroat. Everybody was trying to get. In. I actually played a guy that I had beaten in the previous pod. He had won his next two matches. He ended up going to one as well. And so I ended up drafting with him again, and I didn't get to play him again. I felt like I could have beat him because I think I was a little bit better on play skill. But uh, Fabiano ended up scooping to him so that he could get 
to the next round. I hate that. Um, G Fabs, I love you to death, but quit scooping to people in tournaments. Scoop to me though. You See, should have scooped to me. <laughs> scoop to like he scoops to everybody. I don't understand. In contrast, uh, I was in pod number nine for my second draft, and I, I was X three. Like Charles is X two. He's in pod two. I'm X3. I'm in pod nine. Yeah, was, there are a lot of players at the tournament. There was a lot of players near the top. There was a big log jam of a lot of points. Right. And, and ended up making the tournament math really weird for a lot of people. Yeah. So, I'm like, uh, without getting into too much depth, uh, I end up 2 0 and one my pod with uh, a draw to Shaheen Sarani. Uh, me, and, me and Shaheen were both, you know, like, we're local enough to each other. We see each other a lot, and we talk a lot at tournaments. We both top aided the Roanoke PTQs last weekend, and we, you know, decided that it was better to take our chances at a draw with each other than trying to dream crush because, you know, that's mutual respect for your brother, man. And, like, the number of people and the odds of you being well, you weren't necessarily like that, also, you that also, far. You also thought you were just drawing into top sixty-four. So, I don't, like Shaheen told Shaheen came up. He was like, "Yo, I'm pretty sure that like if we draw here, we're a lock for top sixty-four, and we just have to play for the top sixteen or top thirty-two. Uh, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, you we draw here, we lock for money, and I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool." All right. Well, if we're locking for money, then it's all good, and I, I'm not. I'm not like at odds with that. And also, he passed to me the entire draft, so I'm pretty sure that his deck is very good. So, um, black red aggro. He, he was black red aggro. <laughs> I was white green uh, duders, and my deck was probably much worse than his. Which uh, you know, I was more than willing to take the draw. To try to play for the next round <coughs> into top thirty-two, and uh, round fifteen gets paired. The math does not work out for that anybody way. at that point. Um, every, basically, yeah. everybody's math that they thought was going into the that round was real crazy, and um, we end like up crazy math. Yeah, like math <laughs> just gets real crazy, and so we end up. Um, Basically, if you lose, we were going to be outside of the top 64. Well, we, and if we, we did won, a do the math on the way home. You, if you had lost, you would have actually finished 65th. Sure. Okay. And so I, I basically was outside the top 64 if I lost, which was but not Serrani what I... would have got 64. Which was <laughs> not what I thought was going to happen. And then basically, if we both won, we were going to be in the top 32. He would have totally um, fucking Todd Anderson you. So, <laughs> luckily that didn't happen. You said the T word. And we ended up uh, making our way into the top 32 for both of us. I was in 30th, and Shaheen was in 29th. So, it, so it ended up being a happy finish. For it was you, a happy so. finish for happy both of fin- us. Well, uh, I ended up 4 1 and 1 on day two with my drafts, and I only had to Bonds of Faith one flipped Delver. So. Um, I was pretty satisfied with my draft performance. And then John Davis also top sixty four. So your card did extremely well. Our card did extremely well, and you Hell know what? Yeah. Uh, oh, did he top sixty four too? Yeah. yeah. Charles League had to stink it up by getting into our car well, my, in the end of the day. Well, yeah, well, my car. Todd Scott, Todd Scott didn't do very well. Either, oh, so. oh, yeah. Okay. Well, my car was so disappointed with me. They actually just left and ended up having to ride back with sale. <laughs> <laughs> actually, just left in your car. That's actually, right. I, that was it, it took I, your car and went home. To be completely fair, 
I only lost after they left. They were actually probably my good luck charm. <laughs> and so I was probably just thinking about my car on the way back, of people driving my car, and that's probably – I'm blaming that on my losses. I went 04 after my car left. What's even great is they trashed your car on the way back. <laughs> oh, they did. Bobby Hill, Todd, you guys will be spending the weekend with me cleaning out my car. All the crystal burger trash that you left in there. Oh, they got to go to a crystal burger? Bobby Hill, I think he must have ate 30. There's 30 no, burger things in the back of my that's car. That's the thing. That's Crystal Burger's thing. They, they put <laughs> Is their, it like a White they Castle? They force you to eat 30 burgers. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they do. It's, it's like White Castle, but even worse. It's, it's worse than a White Castle. They, they Also, yeah. I don't care what size the burgers are. You probably shouldn't eat 30 White Castle 30 burgers either. White Castle. It's like eat, you know, there's little thing. gummy bit burgers, little like burgers that you would get there. You can't even eat thirty of those without feeling <laughs> sick. I put like the last time I had Crystal Burger, it was in uh, it was in the <coughs> uh, Trenton Airport. Uh, I had a connection, I had a layover for like an hour and a half, and yeah, had some Crystal Burgers. And they made my airport ride very uncomfortable. I like basically like I had to shit myself the whole time. Your your goal in life, everyone, your goal in life should be to never try to shit in an airplane. Like your entire what? life. If you I have, love shitting in If airplanes. you have to shit in an airplane, your life is basically like you have to take a good long look at your whole life. Well, that is happening. And, That's about how long it takes for me um, to talk, think about my life. While if I'm you chose to shitting. eat Crystal Burgers in Trenton's airport, uh, you will be facing that decision very soon. That is basically my advice to you. Uh, the Crystal Burger is a very poor decision. Are, are you familiar with the thinker? <laughs> I take the thinker. All no, the think, the thinker. Is, the <laughs> thinker is whatever seat you're assigned while you're sitting in the airplane while you're trying to decide if it's worth going to the back of the plane and taking a shit in the airplane. Because, uh, yeah, of let me tell you, there is no Mile High Club that involves eating at the Crystal Burger in Trenton. Mm, um, basically, uh, I wouldn't go on about it this long, except it was the absolute worst shit of my life. And, and so you I must go on about it this long. You. I want to hear more about this. <laughs> How long was it? <laughs> was it good? The, <laughs> like, the flight from New Jersey to Central Virginia is not that far. And it's probably two hours, and I spent. No, I mean, how long was your poop? <laughs> I mean, probably thirty to forty minutes. No, I mean, how long was it? <laughs> In inches? Like miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what how that's about how long it took about wait an hour for the Scrubland podcast to go from really serious and in depth magic Grand Prix report to. <laughs> How long? Eagle matter is on a plane. How many inches was your poop? How big was the log? How many? How many years? Well, I've been sitting over here quietly looking through cards because I don't know much about this. I've been Gatsby does know his shit. Can never be said again that Gatsby doesn't know his shit. Oh man. I've been waiting, like waiting, like looking at Casby over here, just waiting for him to like pitch in. And he just looks up and he makes faces at me. And then he just goes back to his cards over here. Uh, yes, this was an excellent interjection from him. Guys, we we should take a break right about now. I don't have any cigarettes. Whoa, we should. Oh, that's cool. We can still take a break. 
We'll take a break right we'll, now. We'll take a break. We'll talk about the end of the tournament. Maybe we'll maybe we'll come back and talk about some relevant. By so all from Grace. Other other formats. Tragic slip. I mean, really, probably not. Uh, you guys enjoy this track. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Scrubland wrapping up this whole uh, this whole tournament report, and uh, we got uh, Diesel. did uh, fairly well in his last dra- last draft yeah. pod as well. What was your record in your second draft pod? In my second draft pod, I ended up two zero oh, and one. I drew with Shaheen in the middle round, right? Because he said the math was super solid, and well, it didn't end up solid. But but you both topped the thir- thirty two in the complete fairy tale finish. We ended up with. Uh, 34 points each. Because you both won your last uh, round. I finished in 30th. Shaheen Sarani finished in 29th. And everything was fine. If there you go. either of us had lost, we probably would have been cursing each other's names to the end of the grave. But, but you both money at this tournament. Uh, in other words, don't trust history teachers with math problems. There you go. Wah, 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 wah. There you go. That's Second the time. Third, third, third time. time. Third time this... Yes, third time this cast, and that sound is totally appropriate. Um, so, uh, <laughs> save it. You got about three three more minutes, and then you can use it again. There you go. So, uh, Charles Lee, you also uh, had had a uh, second draft, and it was not as good. Unfortunately, it was, there was not a... as good. Going into it, I was in eleventh place, and if I had two O and one that pod, I would have made top eight. Unfortunately, I. St- Still didn't know how to draft a format. The extra draft experience that I got in the first pod did not help out as much. I tried to force something, and it just didn't work. Uh, Red-green aggro with no removal. Just not as good. good. You had a very good red-green deck with a bunch of good creatures. They had no removal. Yeah, like I was basically banking on a brimstone volley coming in pack three or two. One of those two. Like just either me opening it or just me getting past it. And uh, the guy to the right of me, he... Took those brimstone volleys and splashed them. And then beat which, you with them. And then beat me sad. with them. Well, good on them, because I've been advocating that you should just splash brimstone volley and everything. Which I've been telling him since the beginning of the format is dumb as shit, but... It beat go. me. It Apparently beat that's the way to go. <laughs> Apparently he's just right. No, someone proved Charles Lee right. Right, that's what I'm saying. By knocking Apparently, him out. <laughs> yeah, by knocking him right the fuck out. There you go. Uh... You gotta knock the fuck out. What were the uh, deck lists that you liked? So, 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 tell, so tell me about some of these decks that happened uh, here in there were, wherever it was. There Star, was a, Star City anywhere. I will start with it was actually uh, Sacramento, which is pretty much anywhere. But uh, the, the the one that I thought that was the second most interesting was uh, something that they labeled uh, Wolf Run Ravager. And I, I don't really get 
it. I don't get it. It's got like a, it's got acidic slime, four hunt master, inferno, two inferno, four primeval, three solemn, one thrun, one worm coil. It's got like your standard package of like things. It's got one red sun zenith, which is like it's got it's an innovation from like two weeks ago. But it's like it's like why just is worse this than Wolf and Ravager? Why is it, it is seems anyone worse else? than? Devil's play. That's what I'm saying. Well, except that you get to exile creatures that like it, it's kind of better against zombies, is what it is. It's like you get to hit like important zombie creatures, which is kind of irrelevant. But you also get to hit them in the face with it. So, I mean, that's like the bonus for that card. But I don't know. I just I was like, why is this Wolfron Ravager? It does not seem excellent. It just seems there's nothing ravaging about it. Yeah. It seems normal. That was your uh, second most interesting deck list. I'm, I'm not joking. This was the most boring fucking top 16 I've ever seen. And there were, uh, I'm sorry. There was also Haunted Humans was the name of this deck list. That's and just, it was just humans. fucking humans. And so, I was like, why? So I'm they, just obviously why? they gave some new guy in charge of naming the decks over at Star City. That must no, be. And, like, he, like, and he's like, Haunted I'm, Humans uh, is what they've been calling blue-eyed humans with Moreland Haunt since... It came out. Wow, I had no idea. It's um, just the worst name ever. I hate everything about it. Moving on, <laughs> there was actually one interesting deck list, and it was the uh, it was Esper uh, Control, but it's like uh, it's like Serrani's list except with uh, a bunch of different interesting cards. Like it's got one Sever in the main. It's got uh, one Batter Skull in the main. Uh, it's also playing. Uh, just like a bunch, like metagame specific cards. Like I feel like standard in general right now is kind of boiled down. Like it's pretty much boiled down to what it can be. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't hate that. I actually kind of like it. I, like, I don't so I don't think so. I mean, I think standard. I mean, it boiled down to the ten best decks. Like there's so many like really good strategies out right now. If there are ten decks in standard, that's a success. I mean, there's, there's, really there's two four. versions of Bant that are really... There's two versions of Pod that are really good. There's an Naya version in the Bant. There's two aggro decks that are really good, which is the green-red green, green, uh, green red aggro deck and the zombies deck. I don't, are, are the Pod decks really good? Because I haven't I seen them do put them well up on forever. The same level as yeah, not even at all. I play Pod. I love Pod, but I would not put it on the same yeah, level. The Naya Pod decks? I've been nuts. playing Naya Pod, and I mean, they're okay, but they just crumble so much to the top-tier decks. Yeah, they just haven't been doing well. All right, all right. All right. I, I lied. There's there's another deck that's somewhat interesting. It's 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 called Junk Tokens, but it's just the tokens deck with all of the colors that the play the best cards. Splashback, Lingering Souls. Yeah, like, basically. basically. I mean, it's also got it's got Soren, Lingering Souls, Garrick, uh, Elspeth, Doom Traveler, Gather, Townsfolk, Honor, Pure, Intangible Virtue. It's like, it's like uh, they took Rob Doherty's Black White Tokens list and like diluted it so they could add the green for more important cards and sideboard cards. So woo, that's what I'm. That, that's what actually. That's what sells me on the fact that this format has kind of hit its point. Like, if you're going to take a deck that is art, that that was I thought was a very strong deck, and then dilute it so that you can get these like trick cards for the mirror or trick cards for certain matchups, like that's the that's the sign of an inbred or a like uh, a. a format that it's kind of like hit its breaking point stabilized stabilized plateaued. like yeah it just like made its place wait a minute wait a minute what about all those esper tezzeret lists running around oh all of them <laughs> all of them you 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 tell me how many other times i've seen your list 
I, I if, if standard happens to be stagnant, I'm not surprised. It's not stagnant. And I don't think it's stagnant. I think it, it's inbred. Sure. <laughs> it's like uh, the thing is, at some point, people are going to figure it out, and with the number of cards that are available and the number of tournaments that are happening, you put those two together and the internet results start pouring in, people are going to boil it down to the best decks. And Chris Casby and I, like damned as we are, are going to try to break those things from being what they are. You know, the sets only come out so often, the best cards are going to boil down to what they are. And that that's disappointing, but I mean... I, do you want to talk about intangible virtue and lingering souls? Oh, we can talk about the black. Those are the those are some cards. Broken. I mean, like, that's that's somewhat interesting. I mean, like I think it's very is, interesting. Well, the when fact was they were oh, so dominating the block Chris, format? When when was the last time they banned something in block? Mirrodin. Uh, like that's a long time ago. There was actually there was the last time they technically banned something in block was actually uh, Kamigawa when they banned Jitte. But the thing was. They banned that post Pro Tour. The last time this something's been banned pre Pro Tour was Meriden, which was like, uh, well, Skull Clamp was too fucking nuts. So, well, we can't gotta get rid of that or whatever. You know, like the thing is, uh, for them These to cards- have recognized that the format, like they're they're using a lot of future future league like testing, and they're saying ah, the format's so fucked that it's like you're either playing black white tokens straight up, black white red tokens, so you can burn with the face after you throw tokens at their face. Or black, white, green, so you can splash this uh, ray of revelation, so you can break the format. Right. And if that's how the format boils down, that's a fucked up, shitty format. Like, do you know how many cards are in the format, and they're all going to be one deck? Right. That's, that's bad. Right. And with with block, especially, if the format really boils down to one deck and decks that try to prey on one deck, there is not like you don't even get the third set, which like. You remember when, when when it was Affinity and it was like there was deck, deck that beats deck, deck that beats other deck, and that was your pop, rock paper scissors, and it was like this terrible in, inbred meta game. Sure, this format doesn't have enough cards to even make that meta game. It's basically deck and deck that beats deck, and there isn't even right. a third deck. Right, like you can't even get that far because the cards don't exist. To even prey on that, right? It just wasn't strong enough. So, nothing, nothing that anyone did was it very uh, even strong enough. It, it it was very strange to me to see this announcement and to see you know social media blow up about it, like not in a bad way, but I like, mean, once you it think was, about it, it, just basically all, makes all sense. of social media applauded the applauded it. They were like, "Good job, guys! Thanks for using this opportunity to cut people off of the pass." Well, because think- it, like Moto results have shown. This is stupid. Well, motive results, and plus, I mean, like after the shock of last year's bannings, like we, we, for, there was a long time where right. current formats just didn't get bans, and so there's a lot of players that just never seen it before. So last year when they banned Stoneforge and Day, Jace, there was a big shock to that, and the fact that they were also expensive cards, whereas this block constructed cards are just like, yeah, they're really good cards, and I guess you guys have, you guys are just trying to preemptively. I mean, you guys were right last time. It turned out that they were right to ban Jason Stoneforge and Standard. No, sir. <laughs> I don't know. Like if if lingering if if lingering souls just won a legacy Grand Prix, I, and they were like intuition for lingering souls. There were there was I mean, uh, Tom Lapeel even on Twitter was he said something like 
the last set I developed had a card that just won a legacy GP. Awkward. Yeah. And like he wasn't even proud of the fact that his card was that good. He was like weird. He's like, I don't even Whoops. love it. That's bad. You know? He he didn't expect his only his one card in the set to be like if anything, he would have expected Graft Digger's Cage yeah. to be the best card. Instead, it was Lingering Souls. Whoops. Whoops. Um, like, that shit if, happens. If you look at a card like Glorious Anthem, which is one WW, all creatures get, or creatures you control get plus one, plus one, which was the standard for a very long time. Right. I mean, it wasn't always that standard in the very beginning of Magic, but. Glorious Anthem existed. I mean, and a lot of hype around Honor the Pure. A lot of people had played Everyone it. Everyone was like, oh, Honor the Pure and is the like, shit. Honor the Pure. White is back. Yeah, yeah, they're like, Honor the Pure. Like, check it I out. Don't... You only ever wanted the white guys anyway. And Intangible Virtue, like, the reason that it's such a good Lord effect or a Crusade effect is because it gives them vigilance. Yeah. yeah. Vigilance. Like, if it didn't thing. give them vigilance, I don't think it's broken. Not at all. Nope. Like, the fact that it lets them play offense and defense so well, like, it just shuts out a lot of strategies. Yeah. This, mi- this might be one of the first times that vigilance has proven itself to be as powerful as it is. This is one- Since, like, Sarah Angel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, vigilance has always been this, like, kind of tacked-on ability. Like, Baneslayer Angel didn't even have vigilance. Yeah. And, like... If, if Baneslayer Angel had Vigilance, you know how sick it would be? It'd be insane. It was they, pretty insane anyway. Yeah, like, but, it was pretty yeah. In, but it was it pretty... It had lifelink. It was like yeah. it had Vigilance. And right. so, like, it was pretty insane anyway. And, like, Vigilance is this ability that they've used sparingly over the years on <coughs> creatures that are kind of small so that the Vigilance didn't matter that much. And once you put it on tokens, it's like, oh, well, these tokens... Turns out that anything that makes tokens tends to make a lot of tokens. So even if it's even making the shitty, even the shitty token creators were like, these are good creatures that just happen to also create tokens. Yeah. So it's just, like they all just feed on themselves, and it's like Leyline of the Meek is a card that you know no one ever played before. But sure. like Modern has, I, I've seen the token decks that have started playing Leyline of the Meek, and no, I don't think they're good. So, guys, temper your expectations. Intangible virtue is still better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I'm know what Leyline of the Meek does. Uh, it's a Leyline that has Leyline ability. You put it into play. If it's in your opening hand, it gives token creatures that you control plus one plus, plus one. Yeah. Not vigilance. It's, nice. actu- it's not actually good. How much does it cost? It's Leyline. It's four. always four, yeah. Two WW. That's the sa- awful. The same as every Leyline, yeah. No, it's pretty bad. So, all but right. I've, I've seen it get played. I don't know. I maybe, believe it's maybe about it's that good. time. What time? For that beer review. Oh, this beer. Oh, God. All right. I've been dreading this beer review, actually, as, as the entire time I've been drinking it. And part of the reason I've been dreading it is because the label on it has printed uh, 10412, which means that it's uh, probably pretty out of date, right? Like, even from the time I purchased it, it's I probably pretty out of date. No idea. That's just, that's its made date, not its... You think that's its made date? Yeah. It doesn't say that. Beers don't have expiration dates. They have born on dates. Like, created date? Yeah. Born I mean, on... It has been sitting in 
in the cooler for a while now. So that makes me feel better about it. That being said, it tastes better. It also makes me feel worse about it because, well, it's kind of bad. <laughs> um, I can blame it on being it being rotten. Have you, have you even if, said I, I, the name? I really the wish yet? that it it, it it was not a a, a it, beer that I could talk about. So um, this is a Bell's. It is a Bell's special. Special. The uh, double cream stout, uh, brewed in Bell's Brewery, Comstock, Michigan, four nine zero five three. Close close to, <laughs> close to Kate, my no no, no 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 close to my original home four nine zero nine three. Um, oh yeah, so yeah. sweet, <laughs> absolutely. Small world. Um, so why didn't you get it sooner? <laughs> if you're so worried about it's born on date, <laughs> because Michigan's pretty far away from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, the Bell's Special Double Cream Stout. I have to say, I'm pretty disappointed with. Uh, when you call something a double cream stout, you really expect it to be creamy, a uh, more creamy, delicious, uh, smooth beer. And this is a slightly more dark, stout, uh, non-cream-tasting beer. Really, I don't taste any hints of cream at all. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do not know what to say. It is, it is something that tastes okay, but your name and your label and everything about you was completely deceiving. And full of dicks. I'm beer. pretty. I'm pretty disappointed about it, actually. So, uh, the Bell Special Double Cream Stout. I'm gonna have to give. Uh, oh, fuck it. I'm just gonna give you a zero. Like, zero. You're just getting a zero. You're the worst. Like I wasn't satisfied with this beer at all. Worst beer we've ever reviewed. Like we hate you. Yeah. Actually. God, what a terrible fucking beer. Sorry, guys. That's serious. You're actually getting a zero. And that's the final word. And um, so, yikes! Suck a dick. So, uh, <laughs> find us, find us, <laughs> sucker. All right, suckers. so it's time to go to the talk to us on social networking. The part portion of the, of the show. Uh, Scrubland did, wait, podcast. Did anyone want to hear anything? Oh, 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 oh that's a good question. We, we got to question. go to the listener feedback portion of the show. That is a good question. We got we to jam this in as quickly as possible. We got to go to the lightning round. Oh, I'm going. Hang on. Lightning round. Here Lightning we go. Round. Just say the first two words that begin with R and D that you see together. <sighs> Todd Anderson. Research and development. Research and development. Oh, no. um, Todd Anderson. Hang on. This fucking thing. What is... about Todd Anderson? No. Okay. No. Shut up. Nope. That was. Ooh, that was. That phone's was already there, bros. Oh man. No, I got this. Shut up. You're the worst. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard like Todd Anderson really working. redeemed himself at this tournament. That everyone really likes him now. Oh, everyone loves him. Bros, just let me read them off. I can go ahead, go for it. All right, quick. Uh, Eddie Davenport wants to know about the new top eight procedure for who goes first. Oh, I love it. I love it's it. the best. I love the I... shit about it. It's it's going to be at the top eight of GPs. It's going to be the top eight of PTQs. Hopefully, this is like a rumor. A rumor, I think. I'm not I'm totally sure that it's uh, confirmed. Isn't it? Anyone? Everyone got any? I mean, I, I figured that they would start trickling down once they saw that it actually works, and people stop like just. I don't know drawing. what the fuck you're talking. About. Okay, um, whatever your seed is, if you are higher than the seed of your opponent, then oh, you, you get to, play, you'll you get to choose if you play or draw. That is <laughs> fucking awesome, and people are so worried about it right now. It's like, oh my god, I'm so scared. I don't get to use a die roll to determine my match outcome. Well, if you're it's in like, the top eight, good work. 
Yeah, exactly. Stop um, worrying about that. Yeah. If, if nothing else, I, this is one step towards the top eight becoming a three out of five type matchup, which is where how they determine all Pro Tour matchups. I would mind seeing GP switch to format like, there at the end. I, yeah. I actually really like the three out of five top eight because, like, top eighting is a giant accomplishment. And for, like, Magic having the variance it does, it would be nice to see some of that variance attempt to be mitigated. All right, lightning round. That was over. Lightning Good, sure. round. John Stajetsky. Sorry. Sure. Sweet. Uh, recent block bannings. Check. And how awesome is Young the Giant? Um, Who? Awesome. Young awesome. the Giant. We listened to them earlier tonight. You were a big fan because you're an All right. faggot. Shasha, awesome. uh, he wants to know about two things. Todd Anderson. Thoughts? Quick thoughts. Scumbags. Suck, suck a dick. Uh, sweet goatee, bro. <laughs> and obviously, he wants to know about Ravnica Draft. Um, we talked about that earlier. My yeah, house. Five it is fucking excellent. Uh, yeah, five me- message me on Facebook, and I might be able to get you the address. Like, just message me on Facebook. Yeah, Draft yeah. all the signets. Twenty-one and up. All right. Uh, tell me how was. Uh, how about that guy trolling D sale on Sunday? Was it awesome or really awkward? Um, I think the guy who said that is actually the guy. Who I think it's him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how about me trolling trolling D sale? Duder, I forgot your name, but I really appreciate you giving Mr. me those Ryan. tokens. Uh, those tokens actually helped me out in future rounds, and I was able to use them a lot. So. Try not to scare the fuck out of us anymore. That was cool. All right, we talked about block bannings. Uh, any modern updates from last week? Anything else about modern? Don't, Just kidding, we love ooh, you. I found a really cool list that I'm going to play. Uh, don't play rune snags. They're very bad in modern. All right. Uh, something from Charles League about yeah. Innistrad draft. No, wait, he'd still rather just know more about dra- Ravnica Draft. <laughs> um, Charles Lee, do you have anything to say about Ravnica Draft? Yeah. Uh, Ravnica Draft, you guys should come draft Ravnica at my house. <laughs> but you have to qualify. Unless your name's Reed Duke. If you happen to show up, I might be able to, we, we might just make it a nine-person Reed Duke, pod. Reed nine-man draft. <laughs> uh, Although, I, 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 I might have to ask everybody else if it's all right if they we just go ahead and concede the tournament to you, since you will just... <laughs> Just fucking X out the whole thing. <laughs> X out one the entire draft yeah. fund. All right. Uh, what did he play? Invitational. He <laughs> what should people play at the Invitational this weekend? Cards. Magic cards. Magic cards. Good. Yep. Talk about like D-Sales balls. Uh, mm. They feel like a bag of sand. I think that got deleted from this <laughs> podcast, uh, according actually. According to League of Legends chat. Talk about Charles League and how much he loves. Uh, I can't read that word. I don't know what it is. Go. Ooh, Whoa. No. Nah, I don't know what. Nah, uh, it's no. a thing that he cannot say. Goatsy? I don't know what it is. Goatsy. He can't say How much words. do you love Goatsy? Uh And Todd Creel wants to know about Diesel gassing himself up and such after Nashville. Gassing myself up? I don't like to suck on helium balloons. They make me sound funny. And I have a podcasting career to consider, so I really can't uh, suck on helium balloons. I'm sorry, podcasting sir. Podcasting career to consider. Oh, uh, and so that was good. it from everybody. Right, we answered guys, everybody's questions. That's going to be it. Uh, if you'd uh, like to get you. in contact with us, it's scrublandpodcast at gmail.com. Scrubland Podcast on Facebook, as well as at scrublandcast at, on Twitter. That's going to do it for the Scrubland Podcast. Chris Casby, thank you. For what? For being here. Yeah, just... just For making a mess on the table while you guys podcast. You did that. You got... No, those those beautiful... You made me take this excellent picture that's going to be up on Facebook. You made a trade binder out of slivers, so you know that you're my favorite. You did do that, too. Those beautiful, silky locks. No, no, no. I have to tell everyone on Facebook what I did. What'd you do? I made made a troll troll book. That's true. You've told people... You've told people now, you know. Nobody knows who I am. <laughs> no, 
Chris Burroughs was Chris Burroughs was concerned. I I, I was I was sending I was him worried. live pictures of my draft decks during the event, and he was like, I didn't want to put them on Facebook. If you tag I didn't know, hashtag I did, GP Nash on Twitter, know if, I didn't know if people were going to get information about your deck based on our followers. I'm like Chris, we have 98 followers. followers. You know, I'm pretty sure I, that it's not going to be a big deal. If I do hashtag GP Nash, everyone gets to see it. Chris Burroughs, you know how I handle myself during drafts. I tell everyone yeah. my, the contents of my hand at all times. The thing is, is the people, are, that, the people that were reading Saul at Scrubland Podcast and just skipped over that. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, just, whatever. Doesn't man. matter. We love you, Scrubs. We love you. Good night. It's, it's been real, guys. It's, we gotta go. It's been too long. <laughs> See you around.